Lord once more. Cleanse me through and through. So the lifting up of my hands shall be pleasing to you, Lord. That it may arise to your throne as sweet smelling savor. My praises, O oh Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Let it arise to your throne as sweet smelling savor. Hallelujah. Tell Lord, cleanse me, cleanse me through and through. Everything that I know and everything that I do not know, Father. Only you know, Lord. Let there be a thorough cleansing. Hallelujah. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, oh, cleanse me, cleanse me through and through. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior. All the day long. This is my story. This is my song.
I want to know you 
I'm your exceeding great reward. I'm your exceeding great reward. Abraham, I'm your exceeding great reward. Think about it. The king of the universe. Hallelujah. The Lord God who made the heavens and the earth. God of Abraham. Hallelujah. He said, Abraham, I'm your exceeding great reward. Hallelujah. What more could Abraham ask? What more could Abraham ask? Hallelujah. Abraham, I'm your exceeding great reward. Hallelujah. How many of us want God to be our exceeding great reward? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The word was enough for Abraham. Hallelujah. God told Abraham, 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 you don't have a son. But Abraham, look what I'm going to do. Look what I'm going to do. Come on, Abraham. Come on, Abraham. Come on and look at the stars of the sky. Come on, Abraham. Look at the sand of the shore. Abraham, this is what I'm going to do. Hallelujah. When he was unable to see a child come from the womb of his wife, God gave him a word, hallelujah. And his word is all I need. Your word is all I need. When you're not able to see, but God is saying something, that is enough for us, hallelujah. Your word is all I need. gives a word the moment he opens his mouth and he speaks that word what he spoke begins to happen hallelujah even if we don't have anything in our pockets even if we don't have anything in our hands even if we don't see anything that God has spoken in our bodies we know once it comes out of his mouth hallelujah it has happened hallelujah Whatever God has said has happened, hallelujah. Not that it will happen, but it has happened, hallelujah. It has happened, hallelujah. Your word keeps me alive. Your word brings healing to
praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, hallelujah. We praise you, hallelujah. We lift you up, we lift you up. Oh, hallelujah. Seated on the throne, high and lifted one. All praise belongs to you, Jesus, our high priest.
Hallelujah. It's all because of the cross of Jesus. Hallelujah. We have healing because of what Jesus did on the cross. Hallelujah. We have prosperity because of what Jesus did on the cross. Hallelujah. We have peace because of what Jesus did on the cross. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you for the cross. Thank you for every stripe that Jesus bore on his body. Hallelujah. By his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. By his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord for every stripe that Jesus bore on his body. Hallelujah. Praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. Hallelujah. Thank him for the cross. Open your mouth, open your heart and worship him. Hallelujah. Lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice and praise him. Hallelujah. Jesus died for you. Jesus died for you. Jesus died for you. Hallelujah. Jesus died for you. Hallelujah. So that you can live. Hallelujah. So you can live. Hallelujah. A prosperous life. Hallelujah. A comfortable life. Hallelujah. A joyful life. Hallelujah. A peaceful life. Hallelujah. A life above reproach. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the cross. 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 Hallelujah. You are higher than any sickness. You are higher than any problem. Any problem. Oh, you are higher than any confusion, yeah. You are higher than any fear. One more time. Jesus, you are higher than any sickness, yeah. You are higher. Jesus, you are higher than any sickness yet. You are higher than oh, any problem. Oh, you are higher than any confusion yet. You are higher
Oh, oh, oh. 
believes. Hallelujah. All things are possible to him who believes. Hallelujah. Believe in the Lord 100%. Hallelujah. To believe equals to obey. Hallelujah. When God tells you to do something, simply do it. Hallelujah. When I believe in the Lord, I will do anything that God would tell me to do. Hallelujah. If your faith is like a mustard seed, without any doubt in your heart, Jesus said you can move a mountain. Hallelujah. You can speak to a mountain. You can speak to a mountain and the mountain will obey you because you believe in the word of God. Hallelujah. The mountain recognizes the word of God. Hallelujah. Your body will recognize the word of God. Satan, he recognizes the word of God. Hallelujah. Your financial situation will recognize the word of God. Hallelujah. When the word of God is spoken over a circumstance, the circumstance shall change if the word of God is trusted. The word of God is obeyed. Hallelujah. If the word of God becomes your everything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The spirit of God is moving in our midst at this hour. Hallelujah. God is looking for people who would say, Lord, I believe. I believe all things are possible with you. All things are possible with you. Hallelujah. All things are possible with you. Hallelujah. All things are possible with you. Hallelujah. I'm never going to say I can't. I'm never going to say I can't. Hallelujah. I'm never going to say I can't. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, Lord, I'm never going to say I can't. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. He's the glorious, holiest, almighty, all-powerful, all-caring, all-sufficient, the ancient of days. Hallelujah. He's in our midst to answer our questions, to solve our problems, to answer our cries. Hallelujah. As we're in the presence of the Lord, tell the Lord, Lord, no matter how many times I'm going to fail in the past, no matter how many times I might have fallen down, this time I'm not going to. Hallelujah. This time I'm determined in my heart that I will not look back. Hallelujah. This time I'm determined in my heart that I'm going to the promised land. Hallelujah. This time I'm determined that Canaan is my home. Hallelujah. This time I'm determined that I'm never going to look back. Hallelujah. That I don't want Egypt. I don't want anything that Egypt offers because Egypt equals bondage. Hallelujah. Egypt equals sin equals bondage. Hallelujah. Egypt equals sin equals bondage. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, Jesus. Tell the Lord, Lord, I am determining in my heart that I will trust you. And I will leave Egypt. Hallelujah. I will trust you. And I will walk into the promised land. Hallelujah. I will trust you. I will keep my eyes on you. The author and the finisher of my faith. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Touch your people, Holy Spirit. Touch your people, Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Oh, I praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Tell the Lord not to fall again. Never to fall again. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Jesus is here to pick you up. When he picks you up, his grip is pretty good. And where he places you is not upon sinking sand. If God picks you up and he places you on sinking sand, you can keep on falling. But he says, I'll you up and I'll place you on the solid rock. Hallelujah. Those who are planted and rooted in the word of God are bound to grow like righteous trees. Hallelujah. Rooted and grounded never to fall. Hallelujah. Ever fruit bearing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God has a purpose for you. Hallelujah. God has a purpose for you. God has a purpose for you. God has a purpose for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Not to stuck, not to be stuck where you are. God has a purpose for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is showing me there's someone here. You've dug holes and you've caused your feet to be entangled in those holes because you dug them. Now you don't know how to come out of it. And the Spirit of the Lord says, Look up. Look up. Stretch out your hand. You see, my hand is already stretched out towards you. Hallelujah. My hand is already stretched out towards you. Hallelujah. Look up. As long as you keep looking at your feet and looking at the holes that you've dug, looking at where your feet are stuck, you're going to be sinking more and more. But the moment you lift your head up and you lift your hand up, you say, Jesus, Jesus, I see your hand. I'm going to hold on to your hand. Your hand is stretched out. Now all I need to do is lift up my head and lift up my arm and give my hand to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And God says, I will lift you up and I'll place you on the solid rock. Hallelujah. Not on sinking sand, but on solid rock. Hallelujah. Humbly at your feet I bow. I lift you up. You see, you see the nail that I bore in my hand. It is for you. Just look at my hand and stretch out your hand. You will be fine, my child. You will be fine, hallelujah. You will be fine, hallelujah. I am going to set you on that solid rock, hallelujah. Not on a slippery slope, but on the solid rock where Jesus is. Right on the lap of the king, hallelujah. Right on the lap of the king, hallelujah. Right on the lap of the king, hallelujah. You carried all my sorrows and bore all my sickness. Humbly at your feet I bow. Into your presence I come. You carried all my sorrows and bore all my sickness. Humbly at your feet I bow. Into your presence I come As far as the east is from the west You put away all my sin Humbly at your feet about Into your presence 
Satan, I command you to take your hand off of that arm, off of that bone in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I curse this bone pain in Jesus' name. And I relieve this person from this bone pain right now in Jesus' name. Once and for all, never to return again. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I seal the work of the Holy Spirit with the blood of Jesus right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you, Lord. God has also shown me pain in your forehead. If you're going through frequent pain in your forehead. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God wants to touch you right now. Hallelujah. The pain in your forehead is pain in the forehead region and it goes through your eyes, both your eyes. God wants to touch you right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against this pain in Jesus' name. The frequent pain there this person has, which is in the forehead region, which is going to the eyes and it goes to the ear. I bind this demonic spirit that is causing this pain in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I curse this pain in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Praise you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. There's someone here who has pain in your right jaw. If you have pain in your right jaw and when you're eating, you're having pain in that jaw. The pain comes when you chew your food. Is at the joint of the jaw and you're experiencing pain and you don't know what it is. Jesus is touching you right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against this jaw pain in Jesus' name. I curse this jaw pain in Jesus' name. And I relieve this person from this jaw pain in Jesus' name. And I command this demonic spirit that is giving this jaw pain never to return again in the name of Jesus. And I seal the work of the Holy Spirit with the blood of Jesus at this hour in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I'm also seeing pain, right hip, partial hip pain. God has shown me right hip. The pain is wrapped around your hip, right hip. Jesus Christ is touching you right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whoever is going through this pain that is wrapping around their right hip, I curse this pain right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I curse this pain in Jesus' name. And this pain, right hip pain, sometimes it shoots through your right leg. God is touching you right now. Whoever that is receiving your healing right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I curse this pain in the right hip in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I curse every form of sciatica in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I curse this sciatic pain right now in Jesus' name. And I speak God's healing upon the nerves right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has also shown me pain in your feet. Hallelujah. You, ex you experience pain in your feet when you stand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When you stand, your bones hurt. You feel like the cushions underneath your, your feet is gone. That's how you feel when you stand. 
you feel like your bone is touching the floor. That's what God is showing me right now. If that is you, you know that it's you. By faith, receive your healing right now in Jesus' name. Don't think that it's not me. Maybe it's for somebody else. God says it is for you. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whoever is experiencing pain in their feet, and that every time they stand that they are having pain in the bones of their feet, I ask you that you'll touch them right now in Jesus' name. And I come against this disorder of the feet in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you will touch their feet. And I pray that you will renew the parts in their feet right now in Jesus' name. And I ask you, Lord, that this pain may cease as of this moment in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. There's someone here who is having pain in your right wrist. And God has shown me you're having pain in your right wrist because of the amount of usage of your right hand with the computer. You've been using the mouse a lot and you're having wrist pain. And Jesus says he's touching you right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're having so much pain and a lot of times you're not able to use and you're pushing through with pain. God says he's touching you right now and he's healing your right wrist right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I cause your healing virtue to go into that right wrist right now in Jesus' name. And I curse this pain, this wrist pain in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I ask you, Heavenly Father, oh, that every form of inflammation in that wrist may subside right now in Jesus' name. And I command that right wrist to be healed right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you. Thank you, Jesus. There's someone here who has dust allergies. Allergies towards dust and pollen. These are two things that the Holy Spirit is showing me. If you sneeze around dust and pollen and you are suffering from it, Jesus Christ is touching you right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command this. Allergic reaction towards dust and pollen in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I curse this dust allergy and pollen allergy in Jesus' name. And I set this person free in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I seal the work of the Lord Jesus Christ with the blood of Jesus at this hour. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be all the earth. Be 
Praise the Lord. Greetings to everybody in the precious name of Jesus. I would like to uh, praise God. I would like to uh, welcome uh, uh, a person who is among us. She was there last Sunday too, but we welcome her. Uh, she is Regine. She is joining us from yes last Sunday. God bless her abundantly. Praise God. Amen. Um, now the announcement for this week, um, Tuesday in the evening we have the family Bible study uh, at 7, uh, Ring Central meeting, and Thursday we have the life training school in the evening at 5.30, uh, and um, Saturday at in the morning at 8, it is the, uh, uh, a meeting for the mothers. And uh, 9.30, it is a meeting for the kids, Saturday. And um, then at 10.30, another uh, kids meeting. So, uh, And then we have the morning call, uh, Monday through Saturday. 
in the morning at 5.45. So these are the meetings that we have, and praise God for all these meetings. Now, this is the time to give to the Lord. Testify unto thee, O Israel, and thou wilt hearken unto me. There shall no strange God be in thee, neither shalt thou worship any strange God. I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people would not listen to my voice. Israel didn't want anything to do with me. So I gave them up their own heart's lust, and they walked in their own counsel. Oh, that my people had hearkened unto me. Israel had walked in my ways. I should soon 
have conquered their enemies and turned my hand against their adversaries. The haters of the Lord should have submitted themselves unto him, but their time should have endured forever. He should have fed them also with the finest of the wheat and with honey out of the rock should have satisfied thee. Thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, Lord, that you helped us, Lord, to bring our tithes and offerings into your house. Father, but before that, you want us, you want our hearts, you want our minds, you want our lives, our bodies, head to toe, as living sacrifices unto you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for giving us the understanding we need to be in your presence in order to be changed. Thank you, Lord, that you are God who always wants to give us the finest of wheat and honey to satisfy us, Lord. We were slaves in bondage to sin, fear, anxiety, addictions, all kinds of demonic activity tearing down our lives. But you brought us out of, out of the house of bondage, never to go back. Thank you, Lord God. Father, I thank you that you said you will shoulder our burdens. You yourself, Lord, will take our burdens upon yourself. Thank you, Lord, that the problems that we have gone through, that we are still going through, even if it is due, Lord, to transgression and rebellion, you are so good to every individual, to every family. Only through you can the problems become a platform Praise your holy name, Lord. When we turn our hearts to you, how can a problem, how can a difficulty, how can a situation that we wish we didn't have ever be a platform for praise unto you? It's when you subdue those problems, Lord. When you subdue Satan under our feet. Thank you, Lord. May everyone desire to rise above their problems through your power, through your love, through your holy blood, to overcome them to step over them, Lord, as you bring the devil under our feet, that we can stand up and proclaim your great name. I pray that everyone's problems today would be seen from heaven's point of view as we humble ourselves, confess our sins, and turn our hearts to you, Lord. All those who are watching, Lord, online or who watch this message, Father, may they also know the same hope that every single difficulty can become platform for praise, every problem. Because Lord, you said you will conquer our enemies. We just read that. Psalm 81. You will subdue all our enemies, all our adversaries. You will feed us with the finest, Lord, of wheat. Give us honey, Lord, to satisfy us. Thank you, Father. We praise you and thank you, Lord, as we continue, Lord, to hear your word. Thank you for giving great healings and releases, Lord, during the worship time. Help us to have the same reverence and receive everything you have for us. In Jesus' name, all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. Praise you. Please be seated. Praise be to God. We are going to turn our Bibles to Romans chapter 4. We'll close our eyes and look to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you. Praise you, Father. Father, we thank you, Lord, for giving us this time to come before your throne of grace. Without you, we can do nothing, but with you, we can do all things. Hallelujah. 
And I thank you, Lord, for giving us the capacity to overcome all the powers of darkness through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that you've enabled us to receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the precious Holy Spirit who empowers us to be more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father. I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is trying to affect the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people to steal what God has for them. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Every demonic spirit that is trying to hinder the word of God from being given to your people and from being received, I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. I ask you, Holy Spirit, that the spirit of freedom may prevail in a substantial manner this afternoon in the name of Jesus. And may we go home having met our, our living Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Lord, for doing this. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Romans chapter 4. And we are going to read from verse 18. The Lord just gave me the scripture, so we're going to read. From verse 8, sorry, Romans chapter 4 from verse 18, and then we will go to Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 8. few verses, I know the Lord spoke to us um, before from the same section. So I am very um, eagerly looking forward to what he is going to speak again from this same section. I love it when God speaks uh, from passages that he has spoken from before many, many times, because every single time, It is so glorious. So, blessed be the Lord. Romans chapter 4 from verse 18 on verse. You have New King James. Okay. I have New King James too. Um, Romans chapter 4 from verse 18. Let me just switch the translation because Jinsi has New King James here. So I will just read from here. Who contrary to hope, in hope, believed so that he, came, he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. Who was this person? Abraham. What did Abraham do? Abraham, contrary to hope, in hope, believes. I want to stop right here. I want you to underline two words over here, which are very, very important. Who? Who is that? Abraham. Abraham, contrary to hope. Contrary to hope. That means, when a situation is hopeless, what did Abraham do? In hope, he believed. Where did he place his hope? What did Abraham believe? 
end. Let's think about this for a minute. Abraham, contrary to hope, when it was hopeless, when the situation was hopeless, in hope he believed. What was his hope? Who was his hope? What hope did he have? What did he believe in? What did Abraham do in his hopeless situation? Those of you who know Abraham's story, you know that Abraham was a very rich man. He was a good man, but he was someone who didn't know the living God. And as a result of that, God comes to Abraham and God reveals to him who God was. Now, Abraham, though he was rich, though he had everything in the world that the people of the world would say, I wish, he ha I wish I had this, I wish I had this. Abraham had a need where he thought, I wish I had this, which money couldn't give him, power couldn't give him, his parents couldn't give him, his wife couldn't give him, which was a child. He became old and he didn't have what he desired, what his wife desired, he didn't have. At this point, he has no hope. He became old. His wife became old. When he was old and his wife became old, everything that he had trusted in, his, all his hope that he had, somehow, 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 my wife will have a child. Somehow we will have a child. Somehow this will happen. All that somehow, all of a sudden, came crumbling down when he realized, you know what? My wife's body is dead. It's over. This is never going to happen. But he did something, which was when this God that he didn't know came to him and he came and told him something. Always remember, write this down. God will always give you good news. Our God is a good God. He will always give us good news. When the good news from God comes, how do we respond? How should we respond to good news? There are quite some people in the Bible who responded to good news in different ways. If you look at Zacharias, who was in the temple of God, he was a priest. He knew the story of Abraham and Isaac. He knew the story of Manoah and his wife. He knew what God did to the people of Israel. How he brought manna in the desert. How he brought water from the rock. What he did to his people in the wilderness. How their clothes did not wear out. How their shoes did not wear out. How he brought people from bondage. How he opened the Red Sea. How he gave them the nation of the Canaanites. He knew all of that. In short, he knew that the God he was serving as a priest, Zacharias, knew that this was the God of the impossible. But, Zechariah's situation was a hopeless situation. When his situation was hopeless, all of a sudden, Zechariah gets a good news. And his good news was, Zechariah, angel Gabriel is talking to him. He says, look, you are going to have a child. Your prayer has been answered. And Zechariah's response was, this can't be. How can this be? When the good news came from God Almighty, Zacharias, who knew the Lord, expressed unbelief. So when good news comes to us, we can express unbelief or we can express faith. 
according to what we express, our results will turn out to be. So it is very important when God speaks to us, when a promise comes to us, when a prophecy comes to us, whether it comes to the church or whether it comes to you individually while you're prayed over, it is very important to take the good news of the Lord with faith in heart. It's very important. Don't be a skeptic. Be someone who will truly believe the word of God. When you believe the word of God, what God has spoken shall come to pass. Now, we see in Romans chapter 4 that Abraham, against all odds, against hopeless situation, he places hope in the good news that God gave him. The good news was, Abraham, I know you don't have a son. I don't know you don't have any child. You don't even have one that I can take the one and multiply. You don't have anything, but you know what? Out of the zero, I'm going to bring countless children. Out of the zero, I'm going to bring countless children. Out of the zero, I'm going to bring countless children. When God does something in our lives, He's not going to come and say, I'm going to do something in your life with what you have. He can do that. But you know what? It's not that, oh, I have a thousand dollars and with thousand dollars I can buy things worth a thousand dollars. Oh, praise be to God because I have thousand dollars and I was able to. No. You don't need God for that if you already have something. But when you don't have it, it's those five loaves and two fish. God takes and He multiplies. You call that a miracle. When you don't have a child and God does a wonder and he gives you a promise, you know what? You're going to have children like the stars of the sky. Your descendants are going to be like the sand of the shore. Now, there is a promise. That promise contains the miracle of God. Every promise, every prophecy God gives, it contains the miracle of God, the miracles of God. Whatever God speaks to us, it carries the miracles of God. It carries the heart of God. What does a promise carry? The promise of God, it carries the heart of God. When God speaks life over you, He carries His heart and He just bears His heart before you. He says, look my son, look my daughter, this is my will for you, this is my plan for you. I want to prosper you, I want to heal you, I want to glorify you, I want to exalt you in this land, in the midst of the crooked and perverse generation. Jesus said, the glory that the Father gave me, I'm giving the glory to my disciples. He told the disciples, I'm giving it to you. Our God is a generous God. God says, you know, just like how I am seated together in the heavenly places. I want you to be seated together. So what does he do? He lifts us up from where we are and he puts us to where he is seated. That is who our God is. He never says, okay, I said to you, you sit somewhere far away from me. No, he puts us right next to him. That is who our God is. No, when Abraham didn't have a plan, he didn't know what to do. He didn't know where to go. He didn't know how to get this child that he didn't have. And his hope was gone and everything was dead. There was no hope. He expressed faith as opposed to what Zacharias did. Zacharias spoke words of unbelief and what happened? God shut that mouth of unbelief. We have to understand, unbelief is something that really disturbs God. Unbelief is something that belittles God's power. Unbelief causes God to turn away. You know why? Unbelief is expressing our faith in what God says that he would do, but you believe that you're not, you believe that Satan is more powerful than God. Unbelief is expressing your faith in Satan who says, I have more power than the power of God. God's power is the most powerful power of all powers. 
When God comes before us and he says, I am here to do something for you, unbelief will say, don't believe in that because he cannot do what he told you that he would do. If God says, I will do something for you, and the enemy says, that's not going to happen, whose report will you believe? Are you going to believe what the enemy shows or are you going to believe what God shows? Zacharias looked at his body. Zacharias looked at his wife's body and Zacharias said, you know what? This is not going to happen. Zacharias said, this is not going to happen. This is not going to happen. Why are you coming and saying this to me at this time? Why? You could have told me this good news when I was 40 years old. Zacharias could have said. At least 40 years old, I could have believed something. But I'm so old now, you're coming and telling me when I'm 70 years old. If it is 40 years old, you don't need Angel Gabriel to come and give you the good news, right? But because it was an impossible situation, God is sending a messenger carrying the good news of God and he's coming and saying, Look, I am about to do something new in your life. Something impossible. I'm going to make it into something possible. God is speaking to our hearts today. When the good news from God comes to us, how do we take it and how do we respond to it? Write this down. When God gives you a good news, how will I respond? When God gives me a good news, how am I going to respond? How do I respond? How is my response rate? How fast do I respond? And how do I respond? Very important. How fast do I respond? And how do I respond? There was another person in the Bible who got a good news. These are people who never thought these things would happen and this was Mary. Angel Gabriel came to her and he comes to her and he says, Mary, you are highly favored. She said, what happened? What is this? And he says, this is what's going to happen to you. You're going to be mother of the Messiah. She didn't say, this can't be. I'm not worthy to be the mother of the Messiah. This cannot be. I'm not the high priest's daughter. She never said that. She never said that. But instead, she just asked something that she wanted to know because it never happened in this world. The moment the angel of the Lord said, this is how it's going to happen, Mary. Immediately she said, so be it, Lord. So be it, Lord. You see how? A young girl responded to the good news that came from God Almighty. You also see how a very experienced priest who knew the word of God responded to the good news that came from God Almighty. It's not about what you know. It's not about how much you know. It's about who you know. Many times we can have a knowledge, a good knowledge, a wealth of information from God's word. But we really don't know the real person. What he can do for us. Mary knew that. She was young, very young. But she knew that. The moment the angel said, this is how it's going to happen, she said, be it unto me according to your word. That's it. It was over. She received the good news with joy. And what did she do? She started singing. That is expression of faith. That's the expression of faith. Now you see the priest over here. He spoke something that he should not have spoken as a result of that God said, you shall not speak. Close your mouth. I don't want to hear you speak anymore. That's it. His mouth was closed. Don't speak words of unbelief because God doesn't like hearing that. Even our walls, our doors, our windows, our pillows won't like hearing that. 
Anything you speak against God is not a good thing. Unbelief is speaking against God. Unbelief in God is doing things against God. When we express unbelief, many times people think, Oh, I'm just being a human. Being a human doesn't mean you belittle God by your words. Being a human doesn't mean you belittle God by your thoughts. Because you're a human, you know that you have a choice. Because you're a human, you know you have been given the understanding to know your God. Because you're a human, you know that you've been given the word of God to know who He is. Based on that, you believe. See, you're not believing in God because you're just blindly believing it. We've heard this over and over again. We're not believing in something that we don't know. We're not believing in someone that we don't know. No, we know who our God is. If I say I don't know Him, that means I have not studied His Word. If I read His Word, then I will get to know the King. So, we see here, Abraham got this good news and he believed in that good news. How do we know that he believed in that good news? Let's just continue reading that scripture. Romans chapter 4. And let's read verse 18. Who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken. I want to stop right here. What did he believe? He believed in what was spoken. We're going to see the next sentence, what was spoken actually. But you know what? He believed in what was spoken. We just sang during worship, your word brings healing to my mind. Your word heals my body. Your word heals everything within me. Your word is all I need. The spoken word of God is very powerful. What God has spoken is extremely powerful. If I don't believe in what God has spoken, I'm not going to inherit what God has for me. Here Abraham became the father of many nations. He inherited what God had for him because he believed in what was spoken. Believe in what is spoken over your life. God says in his word, I am the Lord that healeth you. I am the Lord that healeth you. I am the Lord that healeth you. Who is he? He is our healer. God is our healer. God is our healer. God is our healer. It is so important for us to speak it, believe it. According to God's word, God is our healer. If God has revealed himself as our healer to us through his word, then what should we do? In our situation, when our situation looks contrary to what others would say, this is hopeless, or this has hope, this is hopeless. I have hope in doctors, or I have hope in God. There's nothing wrong in going to doctors, but you don't place your hope in doctors. It's very important. Our hope should be placed upon God Almighty. Many people turn to the doctors every second. They turn to Google every second. Google is their God. We don't want to be people who worship Google. We need to worship God Almighty. Turn to the Word of God. When you're sick, don't try to Google your symptoms right away. What do you do when you feel sick? What do you do when you feel like something is not right in my body? What do you do? 
Take your machine to the one who made this machine. Take it to God. Take your body to the creator of your body, God Almighty, and say, Lord, something is wrong with this body. Lord, can you look at me? It's very important. If your car is not working, you take it to the dealer, right? Take it to God Almighty. When we can do ordinary things in this world, such as taking the object to the dealer or shipping it to the manufacturer to get it fixed, we need to first of all take ourselves to God Almighty. Take yourself to God Almighty, even if it is a little pinky that is hurting. Don't try to type and say, what does pinky syndrome say? You need to take it to God in prayer. By the time you finish, you'll already in your mind, you'll be thinking, oh my God, Google says that something is wrong. This has some connection to the brain and this has got to connection to the toes and I think I have some, some something, I don't even know what it is. I don't know what it is and immediately next thing is you book an appointment to the doctor. You know what you do? You actually open the door to a disease that never even existed inside of you. Whatever you are seeing, now you are saying, oh, I am fearing and I am inviting you to come into my life. It could be an ordinary thing. But even if it is a big thing, look at what Abraham did. Abraham's situation, no doctors could do anything. But he didn't say, okay, my doctor gave up hope. So, that's it for me. Even if God says, I can't believe because my doctor said it. Many people are like that. They put God here and they put doctor here. So when the doctor says his final word, they think that it's God's final word and they think that God's word is nullified by the doctor's word. When your doctor says something, you need to take that and place it before God. We're going to see what Abraham did. Abraham, contrary to hope, his verdict was impossible. That's all. If you can give an award to Abraham, say, impossible, here, take it. That's how it was. Impossible, that's it. But with that impossible certificate that he had, you're never going to have a child. Here, take it. With that, what do you do? He gave that to God who came and said, Abraham, give that to me. I'm going to give it give you something else. And what did he give? He gave him another certificate which said that stars of the sky, sand of the shore, your descendants shall be. You know what he did? He framed it. He carried it. He wore clothing on it. And he said, I'm going to have a child. I'm going to have a child. I'm going to have not one. We're going to have many, many, many children. Our descendants are going to be like the stars of the sky, sand of the shore. He believed it. And what did he do? He obeyed God. Hebrews 11 will say, he obeyed God. He did what God told him to do. Expecting his generation to be like the stars of the sky and the sand of the shore, he started following God. Why? Because he said, God is going to form a nation. That's why he started his journey. He started his journey because he believed that a nation is going to come out of him. He believed that what God said is going to come out of him. So what did he do? He said, come on, let's go. And we are going to have a big nation. God is going to give us a child. And God is going to give this promised child. And God is going to make a great nation out of this. So let's go. He started going after God to where God wanted him to go. With what before him? God is going to give me what he promised, which is a nation will come out of what? Zero right now. Where there is no hope, God says, I'm going to do something big. So, 
I want to instill this in your spirit today through the spirit of the Holy Spirit that God wants me to, which is, when you look at your situation and when you look emptiness, when you look at your situation and you look that there's nothing there, it is at that time God will come and tell you, I am going to do something big. When God comes and tells you, I'm going to do something big in your impossible situation, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? When we were just like, you, tiny people, just our family and Stan Legends when they came here to worship God here, God gave a big vision about what God was going to do with his church. God gave a big vision of what God was going to do. If we look at what we have, and if we look at what we have at the present, we're never going to enter into the promised land. It is very important to understand when you don't have anything, when you don't have people, when you don't have empty seats, when you have empty seats, when you don't have people, it is at that moment God comes to you and God says, this is what I'm going to do. Stars of the sky, sand of the shore. He talked big things. God is talking big things. God will always come and talk big things to us in the midst of our emptiness. When we have a big zero, when our plates are empty, when our bank account is empty, when everything looks empty, God will come and say big things to us. And God is looking for people who will say, yes, Lord, I believe what you're saying. Right now, yes, it is zero, but I know you are going to do something from this zero. Or, yes, Lord, right now I have only five loaves and two fish. You're going to do something out of this. In the midst of our emptiness, in the midst of our little stuff that we have, God comes and says, I want to do a big thing. That's what we saw last Sunday. When they had very little, what did God do? He said, make them sit in rows. He's talking big things. With five loaves and two fish, he's talking big things. What? Feeding more than 5,000 people. Why will God do something like this? You know why? Because he knows with what we have, we're really going to be useless. But his plan is to make us people of honor. His plan is to place us in seats of honor. His plan is to bring glory and honor to his great name by putting us where we need to be in order to bring glory and honor to God Almighty. Let's go to the next half of that same verse. Romans 4 verse 18. So what God spoke over him was this. So shall your descendants be and not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old. So, Abraham, I'm not going to go deep into this because we already saw this before, but God wants me to just go over this for a couple of minutes before we go into where God is going to take us to. Abraham, this word is very important. These words here actually, not being weak in faith. When God came and told him that, I'm going to do something big, Abraham. I'm going to do something big, Abraham. And Abraham had nothing to hold on to. He held on to God. When you don't have anything to hold on to, when you don't see any life, when everything is gone, God says, I'm going to do something. And it is important for you to hold on to what God has said. His word is all I need. What happened here? He was so old. His body was dead. Sarah's womb was dead. Everything was gone. But what 
did he do? He did not look at his situation. He looked at the word of God and he said, I am going to follow what God said because I have a promise. When we have a promise, we're going to do everything we need to do in order to fulfill, in order to have that promise fulfilled in our lives. When we have a promise, I want to repeat that. When we have a promise, we need to do everything in order to have that promise fulfilled in our lives. See, there is a path. God has paved a path and the end has the result of what God has spoken. It is very important for us to take every step towards that end result. In order for the promise to be fulfilled, obedience is required. Now we just go to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 8. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 8. Abraham was not weak in faith, but he looked at what God said and he rejected what the body said and he said, this is what I'm going to do. What did he do? Today's focus is, how was he not weak in faith? How do we know that he was not weak in faith? Abraham, how did he cling to the word of God? What was the word that we saw? The word was, when he didn't have anything, God made a promise saying that, I'm going to have your descendants like the stars of the sky and the sand of the shore. That was good enough for him. So taking that, having received that, what did he do? Verse 8 in Hebrews 11 says, By faith he obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he, which he would receive as an inheritance. This is what I said a few minutes ago. When the promise came to him, when he didn't have a child, he didn't say, Lord, after you give a child, then we will get up and go. No. Faith is doing what God has called you to do before the promise is fulfilled. Write this down. Faith is doing what God has called you to do before you see anything pertaining to the promise happening. Nothing will be there. Nothing will be evident. Not even a, a little sign of it. I want to bring this before you at this hour. Elijah was told that it was going to rain. After he was told that it was going to rain, he climbed up the mountain. Why? Because he knew it was going to rain and he went to talk to God to bring that rain down. According to God, it was going to rain. According to Elijah, it was going to rain. But he had to do something. He climbed up the mountain in order to bring that rain down. Why? Because he believed that it was going to rain. In the midst of drought, Abraham believed that it was going to, Elijah believed that it was going to rain. In the midst of drought, Elijah believed that it was going to rain. And because of that, he climbed up. How was he able to believe? Because he received a word from the Lord. It is very important for us to receive the word from the Lord and believe the word from the Lord and act on the word of God. That's what Elijah did. He received the word. He believed the word. He acted on the word. And that's why he climbed up the mountain. Now we see in Hebrews 11 verse 8. Let's just read that. Abraham received the word from the Lord. He believed the word from the Lord. As a result of that, what did he do? In Genesis 12 verse 1 and 2 we see, the word comes and Abraham says, Yes, Lord. And he got up and he started following God. He left where he was and he moved to where God wanted him to go to. Without knowing where he was going, 
without knowing where he was going. His faith was so strong. He was not weak in faith. His faith was so strong. Even though he didn't know where he was going, he still went. You know why? In his mind, God said he was going to give me a child. God said, my descendants are going to become like the stars of the sky and the sand of the shore. God said, God said, God said, God said, God said. In your life, no matter what happens, are you able to hold on to? Is your faith so strong? Are you not, are you like Abraham who is not weak in faith? Or are you like Zacharias who got the good news, but he spoke words of unbelief as a result of that God said, I don't even want to hear you speak. Close your mouth. That was it. No more. He couldn't even come and bless the people. You know, unbelief is worse than bad breath. <laughs> when you speak words of unbelief, God says, put a tape on that mouth. That's it. No more talking. It is a stench to God, truly. Because it belittles God. It belittles his authority, his authority, his power, his wonder-working power. Especially when you know what God has done. What a contrast over here. Abraham didn't have anyone's story before him, but he believed in God. He believed in the promise and he followed God. Zacharias had Abraham's story. But you know what? Zacharias believed in the promise of God. May God speak to our hearts today. God is looking for people who will believe in Him. God is looking for people who would believe in Him, who will express their faith in God. No matter what you see in front of you, no matter what you see, even if it looks like it is dead and gone, if God says, you know what, this is going to be living and this is going to be walking, it's so important not to see death, not to see decay, but to see living and walking. What God has said is very important for you to hold on to. Whose report will you believe? Is it God's report or is it man's report which is influenced by the devil? Let's just go to Hebrews 11 one more time. Before we finish, Hebrews 11 verse 9, By faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. Now his children also had the same faith transferred into them. But Abraham moved from one place to the other. Verse 8, just go back to verse 8. He moved from one place to the other with the promise that God gave to him. Is God's word good enough for you? Is it good enough for you? As he spoken, I really want to. Present this word before you over and over and over again because God is bringing to us. It's not like we're speaking the same topic every week, no. God is speaking in different ways. He's emphasizing something very, very important. I can choose to live a defeated life or I can choose to live an overcoming life. I can choose to live a life full of sickness, surrounded by sickness and defeat. Or I can choose to live a life of victory in spite of sickness i'm choosing to not look at it and look at what god has spoken and as a result of that being pulled out of it by god himself it's not me doing anything it's god doing his work because i am doing simply what he told me to do which is speak and believe and walk in it 
The miracle working power of the Lord belongs to God. Only God can do miracles. But we can do something. We can express our faith in what he has said and we can do something. In Abraham's case, God said, I'm going to give you a land and I'm going to give you people and I'm going to do what I'm going to do. So Abraham, let's go. That's all. Immediately, Abraham took his stuff, took his people and he started walking. What did he do? He expressed his faith. And when he, when God told Abraham, you need to sacrifice Isaac on Mount Moriah, Abraham did that. You know why? Abraham obeyed God and took the child and he went to Mount Moriah. You know why? Because he believed that the promise that God gave him in Genesis 12, 1 and 2 is still true even here. So he continued following God. Wherever God said to go, he followed God and he went. His faith never stopped. A lot of times in many believers' lives, their faith stops at a certain level. They're very happy in the beginning. They're very happy after some time. It becomes like a car. That is struggling to go forward. You know some cars on the road? They'll make a lot of noise. Everybody can see. A lot of noise it'll make. And you can know that something is wrong with it. You know, we've gone through that. You know, sometimes when something goes wrong with the car, you start driving and it makes a big noise. And it's so embarrassing. And <laughs> you don't know what to do. But you need to go somewhere. So you, you still drive. But the problem is with the car and it needs to get fixed. When we bought the car, it was not like that, right? But somehow when you get really busy and you don't do your regular maintenance, things like that can happen. That's what happens in our day-to-day life. We are so strong in our faith. When you get saved, you feel like you can just do anything. You want to just go and show Jesus to everybody and you feel like you're at the top of the mountain and you don't know what to do. Even if God tells you to jump from it, you know you will jump and somehow you'll float and you have all kinds of things. But then after sometimes what happens? You go like, you don't know what to do. That squeaky noise is coming. You know why? Because you're not maintaining yourself. When you don't put oil on a door, what will happen after some time? Every time, you open the door, you hear that noise. Why? You're not doing what you should do to check the stuff. We know a lot of things like that because we're busy. So a lot of things are not maintained a lot of times. So we hear a lot of noises like that. But in our spiritual lives, we cannot let things happen like that. In the th- with the things of the world, yeah. Sometimes it can because there are things that are more important than that that needs attention. But when it comes to your soul, when it comes to your faith, there's nothing more important than your soul. There's nothing more important than your faith. There's nothing more important than your walk with the Lord. If you don't maintain your faith in the presence of God, through the word of God, your faith will become weak. And then what noise will come out? All the squeaky noise, ugly noise, big noises will come out, which is like, oh, I can't do this anymore. God, I can't do this. My faith is, I don't know. Lord, I know. I feel like I'm going to fall. Pastor, I feel like I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm going to crash. I think I can never go on like this. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, oh, Lord, help me. I don't know what to do. And that's it. The whole song is, I don't know what to do. God will say, you know what to do? What do you mean you don't know what to do? And you look at your life. When you first got saved, you never said, I don't know what to do. You always said, oh, I can do anything. Oh God, every the first thing in the meeting and just oh, praise and worship God. 
But after some time, it just goes, you know, like a balloon. You put it up there. Slowly it starts coming down. When the air starts going. And before you know, it's on the ground. And it goes in the trash can. It is very important for us to keep ourselves in the word of God. The more you are in the word of God, you know what the Holy Spirit does? He maintains us. He polishes us. He puts grease on us. Whatever we need. He does all those things. And you can always maintain the joy of the Holy Spirit that God has given to you when you first got saved. Do you know that? You can maintain that. And you can grow in that. And God says in the book of Revelation, Jesus said this. Get back to your first love. What is your first love? Your first love is your first faith in God. When you have that first faith in God, your love is just exploding. You just think that you can do anything because you love God. And if God will call you to do anything, you will do anything. You just walk. You know, how many of you, when you first got saved, you thought, if God will call me to go to Africa, I'll go today. Hey, whether you're ready or not, it's another story. But you feel like, I'll go, I'll go right now. And then you know what? There are some people who be crying, he didn't call me to Africa. He didn't call me to Africa. I wish I can go. He didn't call me to Africa. But then after some time, when some call comes, not Africa, just take three steps this way. Say, Lord, I can't. My leg hurts. I can't. Lord, I really can't. Have someone walk. When our life is not consistently in the word of God, we become weak in faith. Where our faith that God gave to us in the beginning is no longer the same. All of a sudden that quality goes. The quantity goes. Everything goes. And unbelief replaces faith. We want to be very, very careful. Abraham was not weak in faith. He was not. In his heart, he knew. God spoke to me. He gave me the word. You know what? He was someone who communed with God. He was a friend of God. He always talked to God. He had God in himself. He had God within himself. He was someone who communed with God all the time. The Bible says, the cares of the world, all the pleasures of sin, the riches, choke the word of God. How do we lose our first love? Equals our first faith. You cannot separate them. First love equals your first faith. Without faith in God, you really cannot love God. If you really love God, you will have faith in God. You cannot separate it. So, your first love is your first faith in God. How can you have that first faith in God on a consistent basis? You need to spend time in the presence of God on a regular basis. And you know what Satan will do? If he wants to disrupt that, his arrow will be cares of the world. That will be his first arrow. If the person says, I'm not worried about the cares of the world, he will send pleasures. He knows what to send to whom. He knows what to send to whom. In order to shake the faith of the person, Satan will study you. In order to pull you down, Satan will look at what your weaknesses are. And then he will send trials according to that. He's not going to send financial problems to someone who has lots of money. Hey, you know, your tire is gone or your, you know, you know, 
well is gone or whatever is gone, they'll say, okay, let's call someone and fix it. It's not a problem. But if you don't have money and something happens, then what happens to you? So he knows, okay, for a person who is struggling financially, let me cause financial loss, cares of the world. But for someone who has money, who has riches, what will Satan use? Pleasure. Hey, go after this, go after that. Oh, we have party here, we have function here, we have games here, we have this here, let's do this. And what happens? The cares of the world and the riches, depending on what will catch a person's attention, Satan will send that to the person. If we are not careful, what will happen? We will fall into the trap, depending on... I said this before, right? If you are an elephant, it's going to be an elephant trap. It's not going to be a mouse trap. According to who you are, the trap will Satan will be set by the enemy. If you're a lion, it will be a lion's trap. So whatever is pulling you, that will be your trap that the enemy will set up. And he'll see, okay, let me see what's going to happen. But if we have the word of God, if we are continuously communing with the Lord, the Bible says, they will not fall into this. There's a scripture in God's word which says, the fear of the Lord will keep us from every snare. The fear of the Lord. So when we are in constant communion with God, we have God's love which equals God's fear, which equals God's faith that God has placed in us. What will happen when the cares of the world comes, when a person is someone who is on their knees, you know what will happen? When the cares of the world come, they are not going to take the cares of the world, but they're going to go on their knees before God in faith and see God do miracles in their lives. When the pleasures of sin comes, what will they do? They're not going to receive that. Instead, they're going to push that and draw even more closer to God. In your life, in my life, the enemy will try again and again and again and again and again. 50 times you say no, he'll try 100 times. 100 times you say no, he'll try 200 times. 300 times you say no, he'll try 400 times. Till the day we die, he will try. But you know what? When you're walking with God, you are not going to fall into this. Instead, you'll have testimony after testimony after testimony after testimony after testimony. God is speaking to our hearts today. You can get back to your first love. You can get back to your first faith. We need to do one thing. If the cares of the world is choking you, if you want to get back to your first love, you need to get rid of the cares of the world. If the pleasures of sin is choking you, you need to get rid of the pleasures of sin. That's what we need to do. What is killing you? Remove that. Very simple, right? Yet many people don't do that. They cry, they say, Oh Lord, somehow I need to have faith. Somehow I need to have love. Somehow I need to grow. But you know what? They would not give up on the very thing that is pulling them down. They would not. We need to understand this. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish. And that believe is you come out of where you are and jump into the train called salvation train and go to glory land. You know, there are some people who say, I jump into the train. And, the, and when the train pauses to pick up somebody, they say, let me hop up, hop out and stay here for five minutes. Let me stay here. And when the train runs, I'll run back and get in. And you know what? They missed the train. The train is gone. When you get on board, you have to stay there. Don't 
compromise. Don't think, you know what, I can be in the presence of God, be with the people of God, then be with the people of the world. Then 90% with the people of God, 10% with the people of the world, 80% with the people of God, 20% with the people of the world. The proportion is not going to matter. You know why? Pollution is pollution. 20% sin will pollute you. 10% sin will pollute you. We have to guard ourselves from everything that will pull us down. How many of you, if you would like to compete in a competition, will hang 10 pounds to your ankle and run? Who will do that? Will you say that I'm going to hang 10 pounds, I'm going to tie 10 pounds to my ankle and I'm going to run? No. Whatever weight is there, you take it off. How many of you are going to say, I'm not going to leave my backpack, I'm going to carry my backpack, I'm going to run? You're not going to win. It is very important to not have any weight. And that's why God's word says, lay aside every weight and every sin. Lay aside, how many? Every weight. Everything that will try to latch onto you. Everything that will try to latch onto you. So, if you think that, Lord, I left my first love. Somehow I lost my first love. Lord, I lost my first faith. I don't have the faith that Abraham had. Somehow I'm here now doing things for you, but I'm like Zacharias. I'm not bad. Zacharias was not bad. Zacharias lived a righteous life. Elizabeth and Zacharias were two righteous people, commendable by God. Do you know what? In that area where God has promised the gift of this child for them, they closed the chapter already. They said, this is not going to happen because of my age. Zacharias didn't sin anywhere else. Elizabeth didn't sin anywhere else. But Zacharias, big sin here was, he thought, my body says this, her body says this, and that's it. God cannot do it. Living a righteous life is a good thing. It is an important thing. Do you know what? Your faith in God is even more important. It's the anchor to your soul. It is the anchor to your soul. Unbelief can take us down by degrees. Take us from the plan of God. Take us from the will of God. Take us from the path of God. Zacharias would have prayed with expectation because the angel said, your prayer has been heard. So when he prayed before, he prayed with faith and that's why his prayer was heard. This man who prayed with faith, how did he come to the place where he did not believe after some time? This chapter is closed. I'm going to continue to follow God. Even if God doesn't give me a child, I will follow. That's one thing. But to say that, God is not going to give me this, but I will still follow is another thing. Don't close the door to something that God has not closed. God is speaking to you. Don't think that a situation is impossible if you have the God of the impossible. Don't put a full stop or a period where God has not put. Let God write your story. It is important for you to look to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm not going to give myself over to the cares of the world. I'm not going to give myself over to the pleasures of sin. But I'm going to keep my yard clean. I'm going to keep myself pure. And I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you with everything that is within me. He is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or imagine. 
But we have to believe in the one who is more powerful than everything that you can see. He's more powerful than all the doctors. People will say, oh, that's a very good doctor. The specialist of all specialists. And they go there. Nothing happens. From one hospital to another hospital, they are transferred. Nothing happens. Then from that hospital to another hospital, they tra- they're transferred. Nothing happens. They fail to go to the physician of all physicians, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. In Abraham and Sarah's life, when there was no hope, it was all given up. Hope was gone. But Abraham said, I believe because he gave me his word. Is his word good enough for you? Is God's word good enough for you? Is God's word good enough for you? Answer this question. Is God's word good enough for you? In your situation, whatever is happening, is God's word good enough for you? Whatever you may be going through, whether it's a marital problem, whether it's a financial problem, whether it's a health-related problem, whether it's a spiritual problem, relational problem, whatever it is, don't close the door if God has not closed it. If God has said, I am the Lord that healeth you, don't say that, you know, I've accepted my physical condition. I will just live like this and die like this. Don't say that. God's word says, beloved, just like your soul prospers, let your body prosper. I wish that you prosper. I wish that you prosper. It's out of his whole heart. Apostle Paul, through the spirit of God, he's expressing the heart of God in that scripture. It's God's heart. God wishes that we prosper in our bodies. God wishes that we prosper in our finances. God wishes that we prosper in our relationships. God wishes that you prosper in your education. God wishes that you prosper. The promise he says, the person who delights himself in the Lord, in his word day and night, and will not give himself to the cares of the world, the riches, or the pleasures of sin, does not worship or have love of money in their hearts will not go after ungodly things God says whatever he does shall prosper live in total health God wants you to live in total health you know why? if you're healthy you can serve God you can glorify God in your body God's word says you are not your own you're bought with a price therefore glorify God in your body which is God's. Tell yourself, Lord, the reason I want to be healthy is I want to glorify you in my body. Lord, the reason why I want to be out of debt is I want to glorify you in my finances. Lord, the reason I want to have a family is I want to glorify you with my family. Whatever your prayer request is, make God's glory as your prime focus. Not a me-centered living, a God-centered living. Abraham said, this is God's plan for me. I'm going along with God's plan. It's not about me. It's about the one who said, Abraham, this is what I have for you. Come on, let's go. And he said, let's go. I'm going. That's why he became the friend of God because he obeyed God in everything. God is speaking to our hearts today. Whatever your weakness is, whatever your lack is. Wherever your need is,
God says, it is time for you to get back to your first love, your first faith. Simple, childlike faith. Get back to your first obedience to God. That is something that we can do. We don't have to say, Lord, I don't feel like how I felt. I was going to say 2,000 years ago, 20 years ago, 3 years ago, 4 years ago. However you might have felt before when you first got saved, in order for you to experience that same joy right now, you cannot manufacture that joy that comes from God. But you know what? You can do one thing to put yourself, to position yourself where you can experience that joy that comes from God by understand this as the Holy Spirit is bringing. Please understand this. Do yard cleaning. Take away the cares of the world out of your heart. If that is what you need to do. If that was your snare, that you know what? Satan, this is how he did this. He brought the cares of the world. Oh, he brought the pleasure of sin. He brought this and this is what happened. I devoted myself to this instead of God. I gave myself to this instead of God. You know, there are people who put their spouse in the place of God. And what happens? Their marriage becomes shaky. They put their finances in the place of God. Their finances become shaky. They put their health in the place of God. Their health becomes shaky. At the same time, you know what happens? Their first love starts to die. God's love that was put in them all of a sudden is being choked. The word of God is being choked. So they don't have prosperity there. They don't have prosperity here. In order for you to get back to your first love, God says, Think about what actually came and robbed you from that. Get rid of that. That'll solve it. Think about what is robbing you now from that. Get rid of that. That'll solve it. Can we do that? It is doable. It is doable. What came and robbed you from that? You're going to kill that very thing. The thief that came to steal you and stole whatever was in your house the thief that came inside and stole whatever belonged to you. It is important for you to identify the thief. You know, in some people's heart, they have coffee and donuts with the thief. The thief sits in the living room and he talks and he is laughing and joking while he has other guys taking the stuff from their house. And this person is sitting blinded. He thinks that the thief is his buddy. He's eating his donuts and taking his stuff too. God is looking at our hearts today. We need to be aware of the ways in which the enemy is coming and robbing and he has robbed our first love that we had. God, we need to look at that and say, you know what? I'm going to see. What actually came and took my joy? What actually came and took my love that I had for my Jesus? I'm going to get back and say, how was I before? Did I come and kneel down first right after I came from work? I'm going to do that now. Did I allow something else to come and take that? Did I allow my children to come and rob that time? Did I allow my spouse to come and rob that time? Did I allow my friends to come and rob that time? Did I allow money to come and rob that time? I'm going to cut that out. Whatever came to choke the word of God, whatever came to choke that love that was growing in the ways of the Lord, 
I'm going to get rid of that. You want to have your first love that you had, which God says, get back to your first love. I want that first love. I want that pure relationship, Jesus says. That we need to get back to that. We need to be serious about our relationship with Jesus Christ. We need to say, Lord, I allowed this and this is why it happened. So I am going to get back to it by doing what I did before. Go on your knees before God. Lord, I gave room for money or laziness. Get rid of that. Lord, I gave room for sin, pleasures, TV, computer, music, games, whatever it is. I'm going to cut those out. Lord, you be my first love. When you have that love, first love, you will have that first faith, innocent faith. Faith like a little child. Faith that Abraham had. With that faith, what did Abraham get? When he went without knowing where he was going, just following this big God, what did he inherit? He became the father of many nations. He became the father of the great nation Israel and he is our father too in the spirit. As spiritual Jews, through the blood of Jesus, many people in the world who belong to the family of God have Abraham as their father. How did that happen? How did that happen? Because Abraham did not look at his hopeless situation. But he looked at the Lord who gave his word. And he followed him. Like a little child, he just followed him. How was he able to do that? Because he loved him. And he had that great faith. God is speaking to your hearts today. You want God to do the impossible in your life. You need to have that faith like Abraham. Childlike faith. Your first love that you had. You're going to inherit what God has for you. Just like how God had Abraham's inheritance. God has your inheritance. And God says, look, you want to do great and mighty things. God had a plan for Abraham to make Abraham such a great blessing. God has a plan for each one of us to make each one of us into great blessings before God. And in this world, we need to get back to our first love. Get back to our first faith. Get back to that innocent, childlike faith in God. And really be where God is. Follow him, follow him, follow him, follow him, follow him. We enter into the inheritance that God has for us. Shall we all close our eyes and stand up together? Thank you, Jesus. 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 Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Take a few moments in the presence of God this hour. Tell the Lord, Lord, I really want to go back to my first love. I'm going to do what it takes. I'm going to look at my life and see what are the things that has come and occupied the place that belongs to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. That faith in God, that love 
in God Almighty. Hallelujah. An obedience that comes from a life of love and faith will cause us to completely put away what looks like it's empty, what looks like it's a failure with Jesus. What looks like is never going to happen. But give ear to what God has said. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you. Praise you, Jesus. Your word keeps me alive. Your word brings healing to my mind. Your word heals my body. Your word is all I need. Your Shit, I
wants me to pray for people who are crying deep within your heart saying, Lord, I'm missing you, Jesus. I'm missing my time with you, Jesus. I'm missing the way I used to talk to you, Jesus. I'm missing the way how I used to get excited about your things, Jesus. I'm missing. I'm missing my first love. I want to get there. But I don't know how. And you've shown me today what to do. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. If that is your heart's cry, wherever you are, raise your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Hallelujah. That you want to be innocent like a child with your relationship with Jesus Christ. That you don't want to be in a place where you're trying to rationalize everything and put yourself in a platform of unbelief. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God wants to touch you at this hour. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Whatever you feel in your mind, saying, Lord, I feel like I have a block. I'm not able to communicate like how I used to. God says, I'm going to touch you right now. Hallelujah. I'm going to touch you right now. Hallelujah. I'm going to touch you right now. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God is longing for the relationship with you. Hallelujah. God says, get back to that first love. Get back to that first love. Get back to that first faith. Hallelujah. Don't come complicate my relationship with you. Hallelujah. Don't complicate anything. God says don't complicate anything. Hallelujah. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh Holy Spirit touch your people. Touch your people. Touch your people. Touch your people. Hallelujah. Wherever they are touch your people at this hour. Wherever they are touch your people at this hour. Whatever Lord has Lord crept into their lives. Whatever has taken that first love. Whatever that has robbed that first love. Oh Spirit of the living God I pray at this hour. Oh let that innocence return Lord in Jesus name. Let that faith return in Jesus name. Let let joy return in Jesus name. Let the hope return in Jesus name. Let the love return in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, I ask you, Father, that you touch your people right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 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 I break every chain in Jesus name. I break every chain in Jesus name. I break every snare of the enemy in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, Spirit of the living God, touch your people right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain in Jesus' name. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is your hour. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Wherever you are, talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, Lord, I'm going to get rid of whatever, whatever you know, what you open the door to. You know what you allowed to take that place that belongs to Jesus. You know what robbed that time. You know what robbed that place. You know what robbed that intimacy with Jesus. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, Lord, I'm going to throw all those idols away. I'm going to throw all those idols away. I'm going to throw all those, all the very things that came and sat where my God should sit, hallelujah, where I should sit with him, hallelujah, oh thank you Holy Spirit, hallelujah thank you Lord, thank you Lord thank you Lord, hallelujah thank you Lord, hallelujah praise you praise you, praise you hallelujah Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, I give myself freely to you. I give myself wholeheartedly to you. Lord, I don't want to be like how I am now. Hallelujah. Oh, I want to go back to, Lord, the early faith. I want to go back to that. Lord, joyful, innocent. Lord, bubbly relationship I had with you. Lord, I want to be that way. Lord, I'm going back. I'm going back. Jesus is telling, get back. That means you should get back. Get back and Jesus is there. Jesus is there. Hallelujah. Jesus is there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. God wants to return that relationship to you. God wants to have that relationship with you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, by your word, I live. Give priority to the word of God. Give priority to the word of God. Oh, by your word, I live. 
Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come before your throne of grace and I bring all your precious people, Lord. All those who are seeking your divine touch. Lord, those of your people, Lord, who are looking to get back to the first love and who are saying, Lord, I will do anything and everything, Lord Jesus. Lord, to go back to where I used to be, to have that relationship with you. Lord, I pray that you look upon them at this hour in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I ask you, Lord, that you break their chains right now in Jesus' name. And all those who have sincerely cried out to you, and they said, Lord, I'm going to throw away all these idols. I'm going to throw away all these idols. I'm going to throw away all these idols. I'm going to throw away all these things that have taken the place of God in my life, that has made me ineffective, that has made me useless. Oh, Father, I'm going to throw these things away. Hallelujah. Oh, I pray that you look upon those people, Lord, right now in Jesus' name. And I pray that you touch them, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I come against every demonic spirit that is trying to pull them away from the perfect will of God. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. And I ask you, Spirit of the living God, that you pour your fire into their hearts right now. Pour your fire into their hearts right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Pour your fire into their hearts right now in Jesus' name. Pour your fire into their hearts right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, Spirit of the living God, let the word of the Almighty God oh, descend right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whatever has been keeping them, Lord, whatever has been keeping them, Lord, from the first love, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I break the powers of darkness right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whatever is withholding them from the first love that belongs to God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I break the powers of darkness in Jesus name and I break those demonic spirits right now in Jesus name in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Holy Spirit touch your people 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 in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, break every chain, 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 break every chain in Jesus' name, break every chain. Every evil spirit that is keeping them from the word of God, I break it right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every demonic spirit that is trying to occupy them with other things, I bind them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Fresh fire from heaven, descend right now in Jesus' name. Fresh love for the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, grip their hearts right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may Jesus occupy their minds. 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 Oh, tell the Lord. Oh, Jesus, occupy my mind. Jesus, occupy my mind. Tell the Lord. Jesus, occupy my mind. Jesus, occupy my mind. Occupy my desires. Occupy my body. 
Occupy every part of me. Jesus, occupy me. Jesus, occupy me. Jesus, occupy me. Oh, Jesus, occupy me. Hallelujah. Lord, let your desires consume me. Let the desires of God consume me. Tell the Lord, let your desire consume me, Jesus. 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 Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your work that you're doing right now. Thank you for your work that you're doing right now. Thank you for your work that you're doing right now. Thank you for your work that you're doing right now. Let the love be pure. Hallelujah. Let the love for God be pure. Hallelujah. Let the love for God be pure. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, let the love for the people of God be pure in the name of Jesus. Let it arise your throne as pure love in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Let the joy of the Holy Spirit fill your people right now. Let the joy of the Holy Spirit fill your people right now. Oh, let sadness and sorrow depart right now in Jesus name. Let sadness and sorrow depart right now in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, let heaviness of the heart depart right now in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus. Let simplicity of the gospel of Jesus be given right now in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 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 I break the powers of darkness in Jesus name. I nullify the works of darkness in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I speak to every soul that is crippled. Arise right now in Jesus name. Receive your strength right now. Right now. To every soul that is crippled. Arise right now. Receive your strength right now. In the name of Jesus. Arise right now. Arise right now. Arise right now. Arise right now. In the name of Jesus. Let strength be important. Let strength be important. In the souls of your people. Let strength be important. Strength be important. Strength be important. Strength be important. In the inner man. In the inner man. In the inner man. In the inner man. Let the strength of God descend right now. Occupy your people. Occupy your people. Occupy your people. Occupy your people. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Every spiritual crippled spirit leave right now in Jesus' name. Every disabled spirit leave right now in Jesus' name. Spiritual crippled spirit leave right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every spiritual disability get out right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Every spiritual mute spirit, get out in Jesus' name. Every evil spirit, all that is tying the vows of your people, keeping them from praising God, doing their personal prayer time, in the name of Jesus, get out right now in Jesus' name. Get out right now in Jesus' name. Get out right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Every evil spirit that is deafening the ears of the people from hearing the word of God, in the name of Jesus, out right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let strength of God descend. Let strength of God descend. Let strength of God descend. Oh, consume the spirit of weakness. Consume the spirit of weakness right now. Oh, let the spirit of God consume the spirit of weakness right now. Every spiritual weakness be dissolved in the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Every form of spiritual weakness in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, oh, be devoured by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. Thank you, 
you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Every rebellious spirit in the name of Jesus, out right now in Jesus' name. Every demonic spirit of disobedience and rebellion in the name of Jesus, I curse you right now. Oh, from the root, I uproot you right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Oh, and ask for an obedient spirit to be given. Obedient spirit of God. 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 In the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In every demonic spirit that subverts the truth of God. In the name of Jesus, I curse you right now. In Jesus' name. I approve you right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus. Every evil spirit that twists the word of God in the minds of the people. I curse you right now. I curse you right now. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. May your people, Lord, carry no more burdens that they should not carry in the name of Jesus. Every burden be lifted off right now. Every false guilt leave right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Oh, in the name of every demonic spirit that is intimidating your people spiritually, I curse you in Jesus' name. And I tell you right now in Jesus' name. Thank you heavenly father 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 thank you for your presence that is here thank you for your work that you have accomplished your god thank you heavenly father 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 oh let your joy take over. Let your peace take over. Let your joy take over. Let your peace take over. Let your joy take over. Let your peace take over. Let your joy take over. Let your peace take over. Hallelujah. Let your joy take over. Let your peace take over. In the name of Jesus, fill every heart with your overflowing joy. Overflowing joy. Overflowing joy right now. Overflowing joy. I speak overflowing joy. I speak overflowing joy. I speak overflowing joy. I speak heaven's joy. I speak heaven's joy. I speak heaven's joy. I speak heaven's peace in the name of Jesus heaven's peace heaven's joy in the name of Jesus oh sorrow and sighing flee away in Jesus name in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth every spirit of bondage be broken bondage be broken bondage be broken bondage be broken in the name of Jesus hallelujah thank you heavenly father 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 oh we praise you praise you praise you praise you praise you father Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And every demonic spirit that keeps the people away from the word of God, making the Bible uninteresting to them. In the name of Jesus, I curse you right now, you foul spirit. I curse you in Jesus' name. And I command you, get out right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. And every evil spirit that is giving drowsiness and sleepiness during prayer. In the name of Jesus, I curse you right now in Jesus' name. Every demonic spirit that is giving physical tiredness 
sickness and headache when they read their Bible and their prayer time. Oh, I curse you right now. Out in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you Holy Spirit. I break every chain. I break every chain. I break every chain. Every spiritual disaster in the name of Jesus. Dissolve in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you Heavenly Father. Every evil spirit that is trying to shipwreck the faith of God's people. Oh, I curse you right now. In Jesus name. Satan take your weapons and flee right now in Jesus name. You have no right to touch this church in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You have no right to touch the people of God in the name of Jesus. I speak total victory to the spirits, bodies and minds of the people of God. And I thank you for doing it. Thank you Heavenly Father. 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 Oh grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. And every evil spirit that is causing the people to feel like they are a failure in the name of Jesus. Oh I curse you right now in Jesus name. I take victory in Jesus name. Every demonic spirit of false spiritual failure. I curse you. Every evil spirit of ungodliness. Every form of godliness. Every demonic spirit. I curse you in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus. I curse you in Jesus name. Thank you heavenly father. Thank you heavenly father. Thank you for the total freedom. Hallelujah. Thank you for the total freedom. Hallelujah. Thank you for the total freedom. Hallelujah. Praise to Jesus. Hallelujah. God's got an army marching through the land. Deliverance is their song with healing in their hand. Everlasting joy and gladness in their heart. Oh, in this army, you've got a part. Hallelujah. God's got an army marching through the land to live friends is their soul with healing in their hand, yeah. Everlasting joy and gladness in their heart. In this army, I've got a part. God's got an army marching through the land. Deliverance is their soul with healing in their hand. Everlasting joy, gladness in their heart. In this army, up. sing with all your heart, sing with all your heart. Hallelujah. Satan is defeated. God, God, an army marching through the land. Deliverance is their soul with healing in their hand. Everlasting joy and gladness in their heart. In this army, I've got a part. One more time, sing with all your heart. God's got an army marching through the land. Deliverance is their soul with healing in their hand. Everlasting joy and gladness in their heart. Army, I've got a part. One more time. God's got an army. God's got 
Hallelujah. 
Open your mouth and say it now. Open your mouth and say it. My name shall be in God's book of faith. Hallelujah. My name shall be in God's book of faith. Hallelujah. My name shall be in God's book of faith. Hallelujah. My name shall be in God's book of faith. Say it again. My name shall be in God's book of faith. My name shall be in God's book of faith. My name shall be in God's book of faith. My name shall be in God's book of faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I will keep my eyes on Jesus. I will keep my eyes on Jesus. I will keep my eyes on Jesus. Say it. I will keep my eyes on Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise, praise you, Father. Oh, we praise you, praise you, praise you, Jesus, hallelujah. Glory, 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 hallelujah. Praise you, Holy Spirit. Praise you, Holy Spirit. Praise you, Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. What are you going to do on the way home today? Praise you, praise you, Are you going to carry the message with you? Amen. Are you going to carry the faith with you? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Right Amen. when you leave this place, Hallelujah. when you stop watching the program, Hallelujah. the message, Thank are you, you going to take it into Monday morning? Amen. Hallelujah. Are you going to speak about what you heard today? Amen. To your Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. You're going to talk Hallelujah. to yourself, Hallelujah. talk to Hallelujah. your people, Hallelujah. whether you're in school or you're at home Hallelujah. or at work. Thank you, Jesus. That's what God is looking for. Hallelujah. The devil says, I don't mind if you shout on Sunday. Have a party. Have a blast. But don't bring that during the week. That's what he's afraid of. Take what you heard. Get up early tomorrow. Even if you have a group prayer like we have in the morning call. The way you're going to use your faith and activate it based upon what you heard. Hallelujah. It's by getting up a little earlier. Going right to the word of God. And say, God, you broke that barrier today. You Amen. broke that bondage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to be excited about Hallelujah. the word of God praise you, praise you, because you. Jesus is the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise Lord, praise I can't do anything else. Amen. I've you, got to read your word. Hallelujah. Relish and cherish your word, Amen. Lord. I've got to read it for myself. Hallelujah. Lord, you've broken so many bondages today. Thank you, I am free to worship you. Hallelujah. I'm free praise to read the word. You, praise no praise more hindrance. All of my sorrows and burdens are taken away. Thank you, Jesus. I have no reason. I don't need to hang my head low and crawl up to the word of God. I can go boldly and say, Lord, I'm your child. Hallelujah. My name is going to be written in that book of faith, God's book of faith, because I'm going to act upon what I heard. Thank you, Jesus, for the victory. Thank you, Lord. Regardless of what's going on in the country, we are taking the country. Hallelujah. Amen. For God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By living. Jesus. By Hallelujah. living Hallelujah. according to the word of Amen. God. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to walk by faith, not by sight. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to speak God's word. I'm going to walk by God's word. Amen. I'm going to breathe God's word. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you. For showing us, Lord, exactly what to do, what to do. Lord, it was no accident that we read Psalm 81 before the sermon, Lord. You said, there shall no strange God be with you. 
No more. If it's the cares of this world, destroy it. If it's any pleasure that's keeping you from God, get rid of it. Take your time, take your treasure, take your talent, and offer offer Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will be filled to overflowing. Blessed be God's name. I praise God for the word because God has brought us back to the center of his perfect will. First love. Thank you, Lord. Back to that first love. All the trash out of the way. All the culprits that have taken my time away from God. All at me. Out in Jesus' name. It's about Jesus now. Hallelujah. All for Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. God bless you all here and those watching and who Amen. watch the message. Amen. Remember the word that you heard and Amen. put it to practice. Amen. Praise Amen. God. God bless all of you. Have a blessed week and we'll see you next Sunday. God bless you. God bless all of you. Bless you. You want to take this? Oh. Hello, this thing. It's okay. Oh, why is this? Uh, oh, I'm sharing the wrong thing. Okay. Where's the, where's the music?